This is the Fundamental Podcast. You're listening to stories, lessons, and experiences of student athletes from around the world. And how our athletic crafts have shaped our identities. Welcome to the show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Fundamental Podcast, where we talk about stories, experiences, and athletes. I'm your co-host, Chang. And I'm your co-host, Chloe. Thanks again for joining us today. And once again, we have an amazing guest joining us. And this time is a really unique perspective, something we, someone who had never um, have like been on a podcast before. And also just this new kind of experience really just adds to our value, which is um, really diverse, really inclusive, just a lot of student athletes from all around the world, uh, all different experiences, just really what we look for. So yeah, um, hope you guys are still enjoying the content. So thank you guys again for all the support. And yeah, um, feel free to um, look forward to more amazing episodes in the future. So yeah, uh, just uh, just a uh, jump in here, uh, Emily. Do you want to uh, tell everyone about yourself? Uh, well, hi, um, Emily. You can just call me M. That's what Americans usually call me. Uh, thank me, thank you guys again for letting me come on. So I'm an alpine skier from Norway. I moved to America last year for college skiing, and I've been skiing for 18, 18 years in Norway where you mostly just ski for yourself it's really like you compete for yourself you're on a team but that's more like a training partner kind of thing while here in America you ski for your team you ski for your school it's a lot of responsibility that way but you also have a whole team backing you up to like share your ups and downs more um, and for me like a European skier a lot of us comes to America because we're kind of like about to retire. We're not going to make the national team in our home country. So we get a good education and we get to ski more for fun than we would in our home country. Uh, and for my myself, that I go to Castleton and we have a lot of international students on our team that shares the same perspective that they are here to ski our last four years and just have fun, make memories. And we're just really thankful that we can do that in America because it is a far like away from where we're usually from. Um, yeah, I think that's really cool. And just having, you know, we have a team, you ski for a school. It's like big. You have a crowd sharing on you for every race. You have your teammates like backing you up every time, practice, race. Everything you do, you do with someone else. So you get to share everything. And then you come back to the school and you have like every student be like, oh, this is so cool. And we have a really like, we're a small school, but we have a lot of athletes. And as I said, like on the ski team, we are a lot of international students and we're trying to go D1 next year that's why we have a lot of internationals and just like having that like as a goal is also like pushing the team a lot and I feel like the school is like 
backing up like the other athletes are backing up a lot and that's also pretty cool just to have like the whole community compared to like what it would be in Europe you're kind of on your own your fan club is your family here it is like the whole city we live in the whole school the whole, every sports team here everyone on the team so I think that's like a nice way to just and something you've been doing your whole life. So it is something I really do recommend more people to like take the next step and actually move across like the sea and just try. It is a good ed education as well. And it is like a really nice way to just wrap everything up. I'd say, yeah, that's something that's really amazing. And um, first of all, I do want to say Happy International Podcast Day. So it's a really good day to have a podcast. So thank you for our audience for tuning in and hearing Em's story initially, just talking a little bit about um, our two-for-one guest here. We have someone from Norway and a skier. We've never had someone from um, that country or that plays that sport. So we're really, really thankful for Em being here today and um, just kind of highlighting the fact that, um, yes, there is such a community-oriented culture in the United States and how that can actually, you know, help you perform. But then also, personally, just you can find some closure, it sounds like, just to your 18 years of skiing and just being able to enjoy the ride. And I think just, like, cultivated a sense of fun and I think that it's something that is really worth exploring and I'm actually really interested to kind of like dive into that deeper I guess so do you think that you know when you're here you know celebrating with your team being supported by your team do you think it's something that ultimately has potential in Norway or maybe in like another Scandinavian country where like yes like teams could be formed in the future or like this sense of fun could be seen as just a matter of when or do you think it's just not something that's really in the cards for like how high of a level you can get to in in Norway or other countries I would really like to see it happen like most of European countries don't have like when you go to college or universities you don't have you can't be an athlete it's either like being an athlete or getting an education like we don't have college teams and I think if you get that it would be like one step closer or just like have some kind of team events like the team you ski for in high school or stuff like that you do like more like the team like also like oh you got a first place but also like team combined can get a first place because it will create more like a good culture because you know, even if you would like to think, yeah, my teammate, like my best friend, you're also going to compete with them. And it is really hard because it is an individual sport, but it's also supposed to be like a team sport. So I think the culture America created over here with like college sports. And it's also really good, like just to get a break from when you do school, you have like a whole team to connect with to like be It's good for education as well, I would like to say. I think that would be really good to do in Europe and in Scandinavia, and I really hope to see it. Yeah, I would love to sure. see it too. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, hundred yeah. percent. It's yeah, especially like the perspective you brought up, like just like when you move, when you like come to the U.S. United States, that like, kind of scheme just become like a team sport almost. So like you're playing for a team. It's like kind of the same thing with golf with me. Definitely like golf is a pretty much a very individual sport, and then definitely when I get when I just start joining the high school golf, it just becomes like a team sport. Like you're playing for a team, you're trying to like shoot the best score. Which is to be honest, uh, it is uh, just making like a more interesting, you know, just playing for yourself, you also like playing for a team. And um kind of just for for me personally, I just wanted to take a little like a backtrack here. So like uh just for at least for me, I don't know about some of the audience members. Um yeah, because when when I see uh, skiing, like the like the only kind of skiing I've done is just for fun, like during like winter break, I go ski like on the mountains and stuff. And then yeah, so like, and just I don't think a lot of audience uh, members, at least, and also including myself, don't have any knowledge of just regarding how like you know how the scoring system works. So do you mind just like share some like just a background information? What are some rules you have to watch out for, or just um, some of the, like the scoring system? Like how does it work, basically? Yeah, so alpine skiing is like you ski the gates is how to be fastest from eight to be from start to finish you have to go through all the gates like kind of basic like that and you're just trying to score lowest kind of like like it's a point system so closest to zero is the best and we don't do that here in america like at college level uh but yeah you're just trying to like ski as fast as you can down the hill it is like all about you like you need to be fastest down and it is really strict. I'm not going to lie. Like, I've been doing it for 18 years. It's like you wake up five in the morning, you ski, you go home, you have dry land. Like, you go for a jog, you have weightlifting. And you have to tune your skis and then eat dinner and go to bed and do the same thing next day. It is really, it takes a lot of time and it's a lot of traveling. And it is a hard life. But for me, though, I get to travel a lot. I seen the world. I got to be independent at a very young age. And it's something that I'm going to value a lot. Uh, obviously, like, you lose a lot of things. I kind of haven't celebrated my birthday since I was 12. Like, it takes a lot of time. It definitely do. And, but, I like, at the end, it's something you really love. So coming to America where you kind of, like, can take it down a notch and you can just taking everything you experience like you don't have to be so strict on it it doesn't have to be like only like this this and this it's not like a schedule it's more like free it really like gives you a lot of like you get to fall in love with your sport again kind of like this year i never been skiing so much free skiing as i have it was almost like going just to ski the hills like no gaze i kind of had to learn how to ski again and now it's like it's super fun. I can't wait to like the hills around here to open, just like go free skiing, be with my friends, like create memories like that. And I'll just be like, okay, wake up at 5 a.m., get my boots on and ski. You know, it's uh, it's more to it. And I think for me, coming to America, I get to experience that more and that I'm really grateful for. It sounds like you definitely have this sense of fun that just got opened up in college. And I think that it's really, really cool to see how much value both aspects of what you've experienced thus far has given you. Because I think that skiing has given you just this opportunity to like 
really craft your like discipline and you know just head down kind of like appreciating the daily hustle and really understanding what it means to be you know like kind of a elite level athlete when it comes to just day-to-day work and I think that um what you're describing now probably still holds would you say it holds the same value now like does does your experience right now thus far in, in college skiing hold the same value as just the ability to travel the world and to you know be in that grind set does that is it kind of the same or do you feel like you miss a little bit of that I think like I obviously miss some of like the other like in Europe like the seriousness like the whole it's more like competitive kind of thing but at the same time like the things I do right now I still get to travel a lot I live in America like I would never thought about that a couple years ago and I think obviously like it's easier to say oh yeah I miss this when you don't have it and same probably like two years ago I'll be like oh I would love to have what I have now so I think just like value both of the things like it is kind of two different things but they have a lot of things like in common and just like take the aspects that's not the same and just like think about like I got to experience both of it as a lot of learning for me and the way I took it like just going from the seriousness to like instead of dragging that out until I who knows like maybe fall out of love with my sport like that's the worst thing I can imagine I get to end my whole career falling in love again and I think that's really nice to be honest and I just like I really appreciate that I get to see both sides of it and I really hope more people will I mean it's a hard choice to make like move away from your family especially like I mean I moved away from home when I was 16 to go to a private high school for skiing but at the same time I was only two hours away from my parents now I'm 25 25 hours away traveling it takes me a whole day to get home so and it's six hours difference like I can't call my mom every time I need to if I need to like it can be like midnight over there when I need her so also that just like I think that's the nice thing as well when I here you have the team it makes you a new family over here so you don't have to rely on someone else that's so far away when you also can just rely on the team you make here. And I think college sports team is, if it works well, that's how it should be. Like you have a new family. That's true. That's true. And I think that what you said was really special and can definitely teach our audience members a lesson that like you don't have to always associate just this newness and falling in love with the sport with the beginning of a sport or even just like coming back into a sport, you know, like maybe you took time off and you think to yourself, okay, I have to fall in love with the sport again. I have to find my outlet for fun again. But then, you know, actually it can be towards the end of your career. And there's definitely people that I saw that, you know, there was one person I really look up to last year on my college swimming team that was a grad student and had some of the most fun with her races at the very end of her career. And I think that 
you know, it can definitely just teach us that, like, we can always seek, you know, this new sense of fun and just keep discovering with our sport because the athletes that truly love it will never, you know, will never stop being curious. We'll never stop looking for that chance to explore the sport in a new way. And I think that it definitely takes a lot of athletic maturity to be able to say, I'm going to experience something new, not because I want to gain anything other than just exploring what the sport can give me. Like, I think it's just, it's a very humble way of like being, you know, kind of an explorer of your sport. So I really appreciate that about you, Em, just being able to kind of see how much value there is in not only your team, but then also just like how much fun you're having and, you know, like really taking in all the value that you've experienced thus far, just, you know, like it's easy to take things for granted. And, you know, I think that you've definitely been able to just see like the difference in lifestyle and how much that has like impacted you as a skier. So I'm definitely interested when you were younger, did you ever consider the United States as something that was possible or where did you have any like you know stereotypes or like preconceptions of like okay well I like I'll never make my goals if I ski in the United States or like I'll never be able to like have the same support from my family anymore as like I did because you mentioned that like your family is like kind of your your team you know like back in Norway like it's kind of been like that that's your support system so did you ever have those like doubts or just when you're initially considering like the United States did you ever think to yourself like this could you know potentially like ruin my career Mm, to be honest like when I was I think around 12 probably it was this I remember people going to America and I was like wow like skiing can get me there because obviously like with every other sport, when you're little, you want to be the best in the world in your sport. And you think the road is just climbing off the system kind of and end up on a national team. And that was like the way I wanted to go. And America wasn't kind of like a part of that because that would just be like another step that I hopefully could like don't do. But I think when I saw other people go there and I was like, okay, well, that's the way to do as well. And I know some people that are like, went to college, got back in the international team. And I was like, okay, that's a cool experience as well. Like you got to experience something else. But as I grew, I was like, okay, well, I guess if I go to America, I won't be on the national team. And I have been through a lot with injuries and stuff. So I guess like kind of for every injury I got and for every person I saw that was like, oh, that person is so good at this. Like he or she should be on the national team, but they went to America instead. I kind of like saw that perspective more and I was I think yeah 15 my goal was to go to America and then national team but I don't know what happened I think I just kind of went away from that goal I didn't think about it for a couple of years until two years ago when I figured that okay I'm gonna quit skiing or I can go to America and try again kind of 
And I just briefly talked to my parents about it. And they were like, yeah, yeah, you can do whatever. Kind of like, we were like, you know, we'll meet your way. Kind of, uh, yeah, I applied for some colleges, talked to some coaches. And then I called my mom and dad. I was like, hey, I'm going to go to America next year. And I think like that was a big shot for them. Uh, but at the same time, like my mom told me, she's like, when you were 12, you had that dream. So it's always kind of been in the cards, even if I didn't realize it. So my family is really supportive of it, every one of them. And I'm really thankful for that. Yeah, it's really interesting just to hear your perspective regarding how you arrived at that decision. And yeah, at least like for me, I can speak to the like, to like kind of my experience from moving to the United States during sixth grade. It's kind of, yeah, it's definitely just a little difference. Like, uh, it's like, because of when I moved to the United States, what my, my parents keep telling me, especially my father, he just kept saying, oh, how the United States, like this land for opportunities, like you kind of get to learn so much. It's always like a positive spin on like what a life in the United States is, is, is like it is. But like for you, it's almost like, okay, it's either like, if I go to US, I have to quit skiing almost like, almost like, almost have a negative connotation behind it. So yeah, it's a, kind of just, a, yeah, just a really interesting to like hear. But like, yeah, I'm glad that you enjoy like the choice you made. So yeah, that's really nice to hear. Yeah, yeah. I'm really happy. Like, I know a lot of people is like, why would you go to America? It's four years and you're going to play it away. But at the same time, I'm like, how often do you have the opportunity to get a college degree in a country outside your own country? And a lot of us get scholarships and that type of stuff that makes it easier where you get to experience so much more. And just like, as I said, like my team is a lot of internationals and it's just the opportunities we get together. Like I know a lot of the people on my team right now is in Montreal in Canada because we have a break. And it's just like how much we are like just taking every chance we have to like have something new. And I think, yeah, obviously like I see the point of like, okay, why would you go to America? It's just wasting more time. But at the same time, I'm like, I do get to op like see stuff I wouldn't have if I didn't do skiing at first place. And by taking the risk of going here, like all the things I get in return, I think it's definitely going to stick with me for the rest of my life. And it's going to like make me do stuff in later in life that would be like, it will be a risk, but how much I got out of this opportunity, like I will get so much out of the next one. I really enjoy the fact that you definitely were a risk taker in that sense. And Chang, I definitely agree. There was what I, based on what I was hearing, just this sense of like negativity, like kind of behind, like, you know, coming to the United States because you had to have this either, or like, you know, it's, it's either United States or national team. Like you couldn't do both or like it, there's no possibility, you know, if like good United States is pretty much over, like you're, you know, you might quit or like, you know, whatever the case may be, it just, it didn't seem like you could have both, you know, like what you were describing is that like you couldn't experience both, but I'm really glad that you did. And I enjoy what you said also is that like the opportunities that you had with your team and just this, 
experience and what you've gained out of it thus far is way more impactful and will like help you become a better person and better athlete just overall like you know a better individual later in life to continue to be a risk taker and you know maybe even you know keep with teammates for a really long time just like being able to enjoy them as teammates athletes whatever you know you you want them to be but you have that support system now and like ultimately sometimes as athletes we have to make decisions that you know will will maybe be like frowned upon or like you know you might think some some might think otherwise of your decision I'm really glad that you were able to just like really have that conversation with your parents of like yes this is something that I want to do and you know it's it's funny that things came full circle for you you know like it was in the cards for you and it was just a matter of like being able to take that step and initiative so that's like a really cool experience that you can just a really cool perspective that you can take away what you've learned thus far as something that was far more valuable than just trying to like reach for the national team not to say that that's like a bad thing but something that like maybe wasn't like exactly like in your like most optimal position for like succeeding in the sport because like based on what I'm hearing like look what you have now you like you I mean it sounds like you're having a blast with your team so I'm really really happy for you and being able to just enjoy it so yeah I'm really happy about like the risk I take like obviously like it's not it sounds like oh my god everything worked out so fine like obviously it's been like some rough parts to it like you're far from home all your friends all your family and that stuff and as I said like going from skiing from yourself to a team is hard and just like having to like reset your mind and all of that stuff like if you let someone down like in Norway you let yourself down and maybe your family but here you kind of let a whole team down but at the same time it's going from like oh I really wish you do well and that like just something you say kind of probably don't mean it to someone else because you are racing against them it's like me versus you but here it's like it's easier to say because what they do also impact you and I feel just like learning that and having the opportunity to learn that it's more than just you versus everyone else it's so nice and like just being in America having so much opportunities I wouldn't have thought of like this semester, I started playing rugby just to see even more how a te- how a teamwork should be, and I would never have that opportunity in Norway. Like, just start another team, join another team, see how things work. Like, I always been skiing. I always been doing stuff kind of on my own for a team, but not racing for a team. And now I get to race for a team. I get to have that family, and also get to try new stuff. And I think that's just something i'm really really appreciating and uh it gives me like a new buzz like yes it haven't been the easiest way definitely not it is been some long breaks like breaks comes up everyone leaves because they're going home to their family and you're just like stuck in the dorm alone it is a lot of times like that and 
you get injured, you have that time down where you really want to be with your family or can't. But I feel like if I waited up with all the things I learned the past year, I would say I'm sitting like what I have right now is really good. Like I couldn't imagine sitting here right now and be like, I'm so happy about this decision. It's amazing yeah. to hear. I'm really pleased with the fact that you've really look, looked at risk-taking as something that was like almost one of the best decisions that you've made. You know, like just the act of taking risks, whether it be what you just mentioned, like, you know, what the heck, like joining a rugby team just because, or even you know, like coming to the United States or being able to like move away from your parents and your family, you know, your number one support system and stuff. Like, I definitely think that you've been able to, you know, kind of really look at the opportunities that you have and make the best of them. So I think that that's ultimately like the byproduct of a really great risk taker is someone that just appreciates like what they had to, what they have now for the sacrifice they gave. So I definitely think that you're one of those people and it's really awesome to see. And I think that the athletes that are listening right now can really appreciate the fact that risk-taking isn't easy, but there's someone like you that is really, really happy with their situation. Yeah, 100%. It kind of just adding on to that point. I mean, like we have been like talking about this this specific word for the past couple episodes as um, patience. It's kind of just like a lot of people just hear greater risk, greater reward. It's like, that's the, the one of the common phrases where just in general world, or just in like financial investing in general. But like sometimes I think there's a, there's a very, very clear example here. Yes, you did take that risk, but sometimes it's not all sunshine and rainbows. You're going to have difficulties in the middle, makes you want to, want to, make you want to regret your choice. But the thing is, sometimes you face a challenge, it doesn't mean you have to go back. You can just, uh, you can just have to be like patient with it and then just see it through. Like, that's kind of just a, that's a kind of what I'm hearing from just your story, how eventually everything just worked out. So yeah, it's definitely, yeah, fantastic to hear. Yeah, I think just like by taking the risk, you already come farther than just done, done not again. It's like you have a choice. Either you do it or you do not. If you try you're already a step further and maybe it doesn't work out, but you at least try and you had a bigger chance of succeeding. Absolutely. Yeah. Very well said. I agree. Leave it up to Chang to use some finance bro quote. I think it was <laughs> funny, you know, to, you know, loop it in cause it was relevant, but I, yeah, I, I think that um, <laughs> as the audience knows um, we have some, um, great personalities that we always bring on to the um, podcast but of course we have to reciprocate sometimes but yes um, um, I, I definitely agree just you know being able to hold on to a vision even even when you were younger I think that it's really it's really cool to just kind of like honor your past and say like maybe I wasn't considering this before but this is something that was maybe like you know, a younger self dream, you know, like that was something that maybe you wanted to pursue or something that you thought about 
So it's kind of taking the time to say, like, I will consider this because it might be a part of, you know, what makes me happy because it's something that I dreamt about as a younger kid. And I think that that's something that honestly we can really, we can do to, you know, honor our past self is like not give up on our risks that we, you know, I think that sometimes now I think of, you know, our dreams that we had when we were younger can sometimes be our biggest risks. And they kind of translate in that way because, you know, now we can go back and kind of consider like, okay, well, you know, for me, like for swimming, I remember like, you know, getting to like the national team, you know, for swimming was something when I was really young, like I really, really wanted to do. And then now I'm, you know, swimming a division three in a division three college and, you know, loving it and being able to find a lot of, you know, new discovery, I guess, in myself of, you know, just like training autonomy to, you know, being really like intense with like the workouts that I'm given, just like being able to to really take control of my performance and training and things that honestly, I, I don't believe I would have had before, um, you know, if I, if I were to take like a different kind of risk or a different kind of role, but in the same way, it kind of came a little full circle because I have worked with like national leadership and national boards. I'm able to really speak to and have conversation with some really prominent leaders in USA swimming. So in a way I'm with a team of national leadership and it's kind of like a little spin on like my, you know, my dream when I was like a young kid, you know, kind of thinking about my potential in the sport. So I think things do come back to us. So I'm glad, Chang, that you mentioned patience because, of course, patience and hope and tenacity is always something that's a part of risk taking. And I feel like um, Adam, your story is a really good representation of that. Yeah, and it's just like, as you said, like having a dream or a goal as a kid, it might be like, yeah, I want to win nationals. But it doesn't have to mean when he was thinking about it then, it was like winning nationals for the ski team, like for your national team, for being the best in your country. Like it might just be like last year, I had a really good season. Like I couldn't drown, like dreamed of a better first year season in college than I had in I might not have won nationals, but I, I got a fourth place and just like, well, it wasn't in Norway, but it still was a national. So just like, you might think this is my dream, but it might be your dream in a different kind of twist than when you, the one you had originally. But if you take it in and be like, well, I still did it. It is kind of like a win, I would say. I'd say it is a win for sure. I think just my one of my last questions for you is just like looking back at your journey in Norway and just being, you know, like raised in this like kind of workaholic culture where it was just solely you and you kind of like working for yourself and working for your dreams um is there anything that you 
would say in terms of advice like if someone like you was in Norway and they are trying to take the next step would you tell them to come to the United States would they tell would you tell them to like keep pursuing nationals like if someone was in the same position as you what advice would you give oh yeah I mean go for it if you want to go to the national team but it's like one out of a thousand like to be honest like good luck it's not that easy it's a thing every kid wants but to actually do it is really hard and going to America is is as that's the same good like you get to travel the same amount you get to do everything you don't have to quit the thing you love the most just to get an education to grow up here you can do both and yeah obviously like when I started here I was like mm, yeah okay well let's try it out and I had some friends that already was here in America that was like trust me you're gonna love it and I'm just gonna say the same to them to like the people coming after me like you are gonna love it it's maybe not how you thought it would be but you got to learn so much more around just skiing and it is something I really think is a good risk to take yeah awesome and I I really enjoy that advice I think that's really special and I'm really glad and it's really interesting but I'm really glad that you use the phrase like you don't have to grow up you know you don't have to quit something that you love because ultimately I feel like you know keeping in touch with the things that we love and like holding them really close to us can definitely bring out a lot of our youth you know like inner youth you know like as we continue to grow as we continue to gain more responsibility learn more about ourselves understand our role in society we can still be able to you know have that escape have that sense of you know love for something that we always have done and I think that what you said is just a really good reminder that you don't have to grow up you know you don't have to just be away from the sport because you know someone says that you have to be done so it's again another risk that you can take but ultimately I think it really just boosts the longevity of the sport and how many people are you know really active with something that they love in general you know so I think that's a really good reminder but we we really appreciated what you had to say and we really appreciated your time today and and I'm sure a lot of athletes can definitely um, take away a lot of like the conversation that we had today and especially just some of the lessons that you presented and the story that you presented today. So we're very thankful that you came on. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's been a blast. Thank you. And um, Chang, I, I think I'm going to try to speed run the um, checklist for our audience members. So um, let me know if I forget anything, but it's National Podcast Day, so you should watch multiple podcasts, or listen to, rather, but we have plenty of episodes that are in a wide range of topics, guests, and can really, really represent you. Um, it's just a matter of which one you listen to, because I know you're going to pick something up from any one of them, so please check out our past episodes. Also, um, we have a poll on Spotify every time that we make a podcast. So leave us a comment as well if you want to 
just tell us, you know, honest feedback or if you really enjoyed it, if you want something to be improved. If you want to be a guest yourself, you can always do um, either three things. You can DM us on Fundamental Podcast Instagram. You can use our sign-up form and our link tree on Instagram, or you can email us at fundamentalpodcast.gmail.com. And you should also follow us on Instagram because we have lots of content featuring our guests and just talking about um, past players and forms of quotes to just motivate you throughout the week. So we have plenty of um, really fun stuff that we post. So please keep um, in touch with our future content and we're going to be working hard to make sure that we get some of the top athletes that have awesome stories like M to be on the podcast in the future. So I think, I think I, I think I did it. I think yeah. it gets, yeah. it gets more and more streamlined every time. So. Yeah. One more, just one more thing just regarding the positions we have available. So yeah, if you're interested in joining our podcast and just creating the podcasts, if you're interested in that process, uh, we have positions available. Uh, just sh- if you're interested, uh, send us a DM or you can fill out the application um, in our link tree. So yeah, uh, both works perfectly. And yeah, that should be it. Yes. Thank you for reminding me. Sign up for our team. It's awesome. So um, thanks. Thank you once again. Um, and um, best of luck with everything that you have going for you in your college career and just enjoying the sport. Thank so. you. Of course. All right. Cheers. We'll see you next time. This was your co-host, Chloe. And this is your co-host, Chang. And we'll see you guys next time.